Hello? It's Christy Gray, your newest hype girl and astrologer. Welcome to the Cosmic Hotline. Hi, gorgeous, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I hope that you're feeling a little bit lighter and you are well and truly ready to say goodbye to Mercury Retrograde and know that you can breathe a little bit before eclipse season is on the horizon. Of course, I gave you the 411 last week on everything you need to know over the next few weeks, but I want you to know that the energy is well and truly lighter. But today, we're not going to be talking about the energy or diving into what's coming up. Well, maybe just a little bit. What I am going to be doing is answering your questions, and I'm going to see how many I can cover off today, but I have four that are in my back pocket to get to for you. So without further ado, let's dive in. Does my natal chart stay the same or does it change us? This is a really great question and I actually get asked it all the time because there's so many different charts in astrology, it can sometimes feel really confusing and I even know and I have to catch myself when I'm in session with a client because I'll be banging on about a particular chart and I have to remember this might be their first time exploring astrology and they might just be thinking internally like WTF Christy. So essentially your natal chart is a snapshot of the sky at the exact exact time date of your magical birth it's yours and it's nobody else's it's uniquely yours here's the good news though your natal chart will never change yes that's right it's what you've been given in this lifetime and it's yours to continually navigate and that's why I always say it's the most important chart in astrology so even when I'm looking towards your future stars your natal chart is always the one that I'll come back to I've said so many times on the podcast, I feel that I may sound like a bit of a broken record, but I always say astrology is a language and that's why you can see different perspective. Like when you're reading different books or listening to different podcasts and say you are a sun and Libra, you might hear one thing about yourself and then another astrologer says something else. And that's the really cool thing about astrology is you can build this big huge repertoire of powerful words but of course your natal chart is never going to change now the charts that are always ever moving is I love using your progress chart and your progress chart gives me an insight as to what area of your life is in the spotlight and how do you feel about it that's I find integral piece of the puzzle when making predictions and knowing how you're navigating your life momentarily. It moves one degree every year you're alive, so it's a very slow moving chart. And so there's not a much happening there, but there is some key placements that you can look towards. And then there's your transits and transits are where the planets are right now in the sky and they affect all of us by the way however how they're communicating with your chart will be different to mine and so there's so many pieces of the puzzle and I call it your celestial cake and you start exploring the layers and then building on your astrology story so they're all really important in astrology but it's important to know that your natal chart is yours and it's never going to change what can we expect astrologically speaking in 2023 this questions come at the perfect time because I was only facilitating a masterclass this week to a group of magical women on 
what they can expect for the remainder of 2022 and what is coming up for us in 2023. I don't want to give too much away now because I'd love to dedicate an entire episode to this topic. I also think it's really important to know where we've been. There's a lot that we've had to navigate over the last couple of years. To give you a snapshot is I'm really leaning into we're here to create a new world. And I say that for a few different reasons. We've had Pluto over the last decade navigating its way through the sign of Capricorn. It's going to be moving into Aquarius, which is going to happen on the horizon. Saturn's going to start to move into Pisces, and we're going to have Jupiter moving into Taurus. I feel like we're going to start to gain an understanding of what really is in our control versus what's not. I see a shift with how we navigate and use social media moving forward, also being more intentional about our consumption. There's this kind of flow on effect from this year too, because I've said from the very beginning of 2022 that with the nodes moving into the Scorpio-Taurus axis, it has been a year of navigating a new normal, but also leaning on our inner resources to create change. And that's been really hard to do so for some of us because we've kind of got this hangover from the last couple of years. And when it comes to things like, resilience and emotional regulation and feeling inspired to move forward is that we've had to cultivate more energy than we've ever had to do before. I know that we're never going to go back to what we were pre-COVID. I feel like we have this magical opportunity to create our new world, not just for ourselves in 2023, but globally too. And so when I do share with you the astrology of 2023, because I would love to dive into this as an episode and also give you insights for every single zodiac sign, is that I want you to know that you have the power to start making those changes today. Whatever's happening in your world, it's about how can you remove yourself from the equation. And when I say that, it's taking this bird's eye view of your life. And Mercury retrograde is always the perfect time to do that. It allows us to create some space in our life, to seek perspective, because we can't seek perspective when we're always rushing forward. And so being able to take this helicopter view of our life, and not just one area, but all aspects of our life, which is why I mentioned last week with the Saturn Uranus square that I wrote this article for Body and Soul that really encapsulated and was inspired by the seven dimensions of wellness because I don't believe you can just fixate or focus on one area of your life because when you tend to do that, all other areas can slip. But it's about going, you know what, I'm going to take a holistic approach and take inspired action to create change. Side note, normally when I share that with somebody, they always turn around and go, but how, Christy? Look towards your Mars placement. Mars is the planet of action and how you assert yourself. Don't even worry about the houses. Just take a look and see where is my planet Mars in my natal chart and what zodiac sign is it in? Because Mars is your energy output. It's masculine energy, and it can be a really great indicator of how 
inspired or motivated you are to take action. Because if you have Mars and Pisces, your energy comes in surges. So it's really important you capitalize on those when you're in them. Whereas you may have Mars and Leo, and that may mean that you have got endless amounts of energy. Of course, it depends on where it's placed, but let's just go with the zodiac sign for now. So that can be a really great clue for you when you're starting to explore the how. Stuck wondering what's on the horizon? Well, astro strategy may be the celestial edge you're looking for. Astrologers gain insight into what's coming up using your transits and progressions. This information is then customized specifically to you and your unique natal chart. And I'm not talking the repetitive information on CoStar, but let's be real, it's a great place to start and it's where I started too. But there's way more insights you can access. And this is why I created my signature formula, AstroStrategy. AstroStrategy is four sessions spaced out over nine to 12 months, you choose. And at each session, we reflect on the last quarter, identifying the sticking points, what's been happening in your life and how you've been managing your time, energy and greatest potential all through the lens of your natal chart. Plus, we explore what's on the horizon. How can we look ahead at the most impactful and influential activations so that you can take big leaps towards your higher self? At each session, you'll walk away with an astro strategy. So think of this as your own personal horoscope and a plan in place to step into the energy of your higher self. If you want to know more, you can head to christygray.com or send me an email at hello at christygray.com for the 411. What is your take on manifestation versus what's set in the stars? How much control do we have over our life versus our destiny? This is a really great question. And this is the type of question that I'm totally here for. And before I give it straight to you, KG style, I wanted to give you a bit of background as to why my answer is the way it is. So you've probably picked up on my journey with astrology or if you tuned into my previous podcast Christy Unedited I was very candid about my feelings towards owning the identity of astrologer and a lot of the fear I had around that and you could say it's because I'm in Virgo and I did everything to chase happiness based on what society told me to do and I was still feeling unfulfilled. You could look towards the witch wound and the suppression of astrology, spirituality and other esoteric practices throughout history. Or you can even look towards a Google search that says that astrology is a pseudoscience that essentially I had a lot of fear around thinking that this is a path that I could potentially go down. Now, of course, <laughs> I am totally obsessed with astrology and my answer is very different today, but I never want to discount the fear that I had once upon a time because I think it's important to talk about it because we experience fear for lots of different reasons in our lives, whether it's making a big decision or taking a leap in our career or deciding to become a parent. Fear is warranted and there's a reason for that. But sometimes I always think, is the fear real or imagined? And a lot of the fear I had around becoming an astrologer and really leaning into this work, because the reality was I was already so obsessed, is that I was A, worried, I didn't have what it takes, but two, 
I was so terrified of what was written in my stars. I think it's 50-50. I lean on evolutionary astrology, which means that it's collaborative with you, that I try to eradicate all assumptions and that at the end of the day, you have free will. But here's the caveat, is that you will always have areas of your life that are in the spotlight, astrologically speaking. And if I even think of transits, let's talk Saturn for a minute. They normally come in threes. And I always think that over the course of 12 months and with those three transits that you experience, that you have this ability to course correct throughout that duration of time. Some of those outer planets could be up to five transits over a two to three year period. And so we never left behind because there's always another transit or as I say, activation around the corner. So I feel like the universe gives us these windows of opportunity to transform and it change our life, but it also never delivers something that we're not ready for. It's only when we haven't been paying attention for an extended period of time, that's when we feel like the carpet is being pulled out from under us. That's when we experience a rock bottom and a dark night of the soul. It's when we've been ignoring the red flags. Sure, I believe that our natal chart is our map of potential. It's not only who we are and who we came here to be, but I'm also a big believer that depending on the parents that we've had, depending on our experiences, all childhood programming happens between zero and seven. If I'm lenient, it's between zero and 14. And so that essentially is a big part of what shapes our reality. So I could see two twins that have very similar natal charts, but they go in very different directions because perception is reality and we all view the world differently. So I think 50% is written in the stars and 50% is what you manifest and what you experience in this lifetime. I'm also a big believer that sometimes we're dished really shitty hands in life and for whatever reason, we have to navigate them. Sometimes I think some things happen for a reason and sometimes we just experience shit and there's no explanation. Like when I'm sitting with a client and they've just lost a loved one, I may see a transit that does speak to an ending, but that doesn't mean I could predict their death. All I can do is hold space for that client in that moment and help them to make sense of things. And the last piece of the puzzle to this question is there is duality in every aspect of astrology. As I share with a zodiac sign, a planet, a house placement, or a person, you have a high vibrational state and a low vibrational state. The more you can lean into the high vibe energy of what makes you you, that's what's going to create change. That's what's going to help you to manifest the reality that you want to call in and give you everything that you desire. What's your favorite thing about astrology? Oh my God, this is such a hard question because... I find it difficult to pick one thing because there's so many aspects about astrology that I adore. I love the fact that no two people are ever the same and no two days are ever the same because there's always something new happening in the cosmos. I think that there's two answers to this question. The first one is I love connecting with each of you. That's my favorite thing about astrology because 
when I get to glimpse a natal chart, I feel this instant understanding and this innate curiosity of wanting to get to know you at a soul level. The other part that I love so much about astrology is there is no end goal for me because I get asked a lot about how long I've been doing this work and I can't believe it's kind of coming up to five years, which is totally crazy. What I love so much is that I have been on this journey for almost five years, but a lifetime to go because this is my soul's purpose in this lifetime. With so many of the things that I've approached in life or I've experienced, like you get to this place and I call it your peak, the top of your mountain, and you're looking down and you're going, where to from here? Because you've learned what you've needed to, or you've explored the terrain that you've needed to, and you're hungry for more. And I don't think that we ever necessarily master anything in our lifetimes, but there's definitely things that are come into our life for a season. And a lot of what I experienced throughout my career, I'd come to this place where I was dissatisfied and asking myself, is this it? And I never get that with astrology because I will be learning about the stars, the cosmos, and each of you until the day I die. And I still won't know everything there is to know about the stars and in my opinion that's something really fucking rad that I'm totally here for I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and of course I love answering your questions thank you to everyone that submitted the questions that I answered this week next week we're going to be diving into a lunar cycle plus I am looking for a guest to pop into the spotlight. Yes, that's right. I am looking for new guests coming up for 2023 that would love to explore their natal chart with me live on the podcast. So please, if you would love to join me, submit your details via the show notes below and I will see you next week. Until then, stay magical.